Today's episode of Paul and All is brought to you by Sales Tales. What's Sales Tales? It's a bonus episode of Paul and All available exclusively on the Clock Shelves Patreon, in which myself and recurring guest and Wrestling Renegades co-host Zach talk about working in retail. We name names. We tell some stories that we never tell here on the regular podcast. Here's a clip from that episode. You know... It was frowned upon to stay even a little bit late, even if it was for the for the betterment of the of the store. Uh, you know, I know my. Well, that's my... another. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's another aspect of the the whole clopen thing. Because going back to that whole like, oh, you set, you know, you're setting yourself up. There were many times, and you know, my boss. Patreon only. Feels good to say that. Uh, you know, and I've I've talked about it on regular Paul and all. As a person, not a bad guy. As a manager, 50-50. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Get the full episode and more things early and uninterrupted only on the Clock Shelves Patreon. This is a Clock Shelves Podcast Network production. to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and there is a bit of a squeak in the studio today. However, that is not coming from my guest. Go ahead and reintroduce yourself. I'm Paul's mom, Ruth Casey, and the laugh you hear is because <laughs> we were messing around before this, and I did the intro, and uh, Paul did me, so it's kind of yeah, fun. I had to, had to test the audio levels, and my exact words were, I'm Paul's mom, because that's how you open up Every appearance on the show. I'm Paul's mom. Um, so, Paul's mom. Uh, I said Paul's mom, Ruth Casey. Just shush you. <laughs> so, I can't shush. I'm the host. I'm oh. the voice of choice. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. I forgot. <laughs> I yes. host four shows. Um, so, no. Uh, it's been a little bit since you've been on the show. Episode number-wise, it hasn't been so much. But time-wise, because of... Uh, gaps in episodes and things like that. It has been a little bit. So, um, and you know, we're, we're further along in this coronavirus thing, which I know you said, oh, I don't want to talk about that. And I'm not necessarily saying let's uh, talk about that because even though we did kind of talk about that a few months back when it was still relatively fresh because I saw a thing recently across a few different social media platforms about, remember when the biggest thing was like, People downloading TikTok and the the one guy doing the I'm bored in the house and in the house bored thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like, you know, and then uh, Tiger King and like it feels like we've lived a whole decade within yes. this year. Welcome and, to level 11 of Jumanji. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, that's not necessarily the, the first thing I want to talk to you about. I more want to talk to you about you. And again, we kind of covered this the last time, but you have now missed two of the biggest um, times of the year with regards to your business. You missed summer. Yeah. And you missed Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. You say it differently than I do. How do you say it? Halloween. 
I say Halloween. Yeah. Because it's all Hallows Eve. Yeah, I know. But well, I always say I always say I always say Halloween because, because because it has the word hall in it. No, well, yeah, kind of, but I always want to cuz I've always wanted to do like a party and have it be Halloween. Oh, but okay. <laughs> so at some point I probably just adapted it All to be right that. Then. <laughs> but then again, I say a lot of things differently than not just you, but a lot of my friends and a lot of people from this area. There's a joke amongst uh, pretty much all of my like losty friends and stuff about how um, like there's the whole Hanabonics thing yeah. and like the language that we speak around here in in northeastern Pennsylvania. But I don't like like there is a few people who say like I say duh instead of the on certain things and like that sounds very Pennsylvanian but there's a lot of things that I don't necessarily no, you're very well spoken partly because of this um partly because of your background in doing the news through school and things like that so you learn to speak better I I try I don't necessarily succeed all the time but I try to have a relatively region free accent as they always say for newscasters yeah. and things like that. Um it's also a crap ton of TV growing yeah. up. And that, yeah, that's true. You know like because you, you had was... you had a lot of um a lot of uh media influence yeah. as a kid. Um, we did not plant him in front of the television. Yeah, no, I wasn't like, what do they call them? Like la- latchkey kids? Yeah. Where like you came home and like TV was your... Babysitter. Ab- yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't like that. But I did watch with you and, and without you. I but watched even a at lot that, when you TV. were learning to read, we had... Um, a, the I think we've back, told this story going before. way back in the days. But Is this the, the, the English book? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure we yeah, told this but, story. I mean, but tell it, it again, just, yeah. So um, when, when Paul was little... Um, now everything is audiobooks, audiobooks. But we had, Disney had a whole line of um, books on cassette. On cassette. What's a cassette? No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, Paul would sit with his little, you know, uh, cassette player and headphones. And, you know, at the end of the page, it, you know, makes a sound and you know to turn the page. And so he would repeat what he heard. And one of the books had an, um, a narrator that was decidedly British. And so Paul, the, the, that whole, only that, but he read it with a British accent. And so it was kind of funny. Um, but people thought he knew how to read um, because they would see him sit with the books and he would say the words and turn the page and he knew when to turn the page and whatever. And it was just because he had listened I to memorized. He memorized <laughs> it. But realistically, when, when you, at four years old, when you came to me and said, I don't know how to read, teach me how, uh, we contacted a, um, is that late? I feel like that's late. Four years not, old. Not really. No, most kids. You start most, talking at like two. But most three. kids don't learn to read till they're in school. Is that true? Yeah, most. I kids, feel like I was late with reading. No, no, you were very. You were early. Most kids. Most kids. Yeah, even go my parents. You're gonna. Of course, you're gonna be like, he's so gifted as no, a child. But what kids, happened? <laughs> kids in kids are learning. That's what you're learning when you're in in kindergarten and that. So you know. That's why we started you in preschool, because you wanted to learn how to read. But anyway, I was saying we we spoke to, um, uh, oh, what do they call them? 
I don't know. Uh, a language arts teacher. Um, one of one of my like a tutor or something. Yeah, one of my nephews um, was having some some reading problems, so we spoke to the teacher who was teaching him, and she told us to use repetitive things because that's how you learn. If it's the same words over and over again, when you see them, then you start to recognize them, which in school they teach you sight words, things that you recognize, and then you know what the words are. So that's how we, uh, you learn how to read. Well, you used to do your own versions of audio books. When, when Paul was little, um, because of, uh, problems with daycare and things, uh, he stayed with my dad. And so, uh, during the week, he would stay with my father and come home on the weekends. So I we read to him every night when he was little. And so I didn't want him to miss out on us reading to him. So I would record his books on cassette, and then he could listen to me read to him at night. And we had Aww. a bell. I know, isn't that sweet? But And we had a little bell, so we knew when to turn the page and, and all the things. So, but you learn, you listened to a lot of different, um, not, well, I would hear, not I would necessarily hear, dialects. I was just going to say, yeah. I would hear a lot of different dialects though, whether on like through TV, um, whether it was even something like a Sesame street oh, yeah. or, I mean, it's not the best example, but even wrestling, which was a big staple in yeah. our house yeah. and and Poppy's house and whatever, like and, and you know Barney, and, yeah. But all I'm the just kids saying, but like Barney, all the kids had different stuff. But again, but you know, it wouldn't be you know a show with me if I didn't somehow bring wrestling into it. I suppose. Yeah. But like one of the main announcers, very southern. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot. There were some British people. There was people from California. There was like all, Texas, and yep. again, that's you know southern, southern but depending but, yeah. on your view of southern. But you know what I mean? Like there's there was, all, and of course, you know, like like very Boston, and you know yep. things like that. New yep. York, you know, like there was a lot of that sort of stuff going on. So there was different things that way as well. Um, but going back to my original question, which is how have you been dealing with the sort of absence of be because you other than yourself maybe Tommy I don't even think you've really painted another person I did paint my aunt I painted Aunt Diane okay um and um we had to make a trip to Pittsburgh a few months ago and I painted my cousin she was very excited to to be able to be painted because she loves to watch what I do. So she, that was a lot of fun. So yeah, other than me and, um, I was very blessed that I have amazing friends and I was gifted with some, um, their plastic boards that have faces imprinted on them that you can practice face painting on and then they wash off very easily. So, um, I was gifted one from, uh, an incredible friend of mine and then, uh, just this past week, I was gifted five more. I saw that. So that was really that was really cool. Um, someone in Florida is unfortunately because of COVID, they are losing their business, and so mm. they're getting rid of some of their. Uh, I don't know whether they're completely closing up shop or just downsizing. But is this uh, the person that has those boards? They no no no. Oh. It was someone that owned the boards and was getting rid of them. And so oh, they oh, had like a, okay, they had they had posted like getting rid of their equipment. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they had posted online, and Aunt Marie saw it and um, snapped it up for me. 
Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, because I, it was funny because when I originally questioned her about the fact that her name, because it came, the package came to me, C.O. Marie. And I called her and I'm like, did I, I know I didn't win anything. So are these supposed to be yours? And she's like, no, somebody was downsizing and they were getting rid of it. And I saw it and I knew that you had liked the one that you had. So I would, I thought you would like these. And then I did a little looking and I found where, yes, the woman was getting rid of them and she was selling them. And I messaged Aunt Marie and said, you bought these for me, didn't you, you sneaky thing? And she just sent me this. I highly doubt she you said the me. words sneaky thing. Oh, actually, sure no, 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 actually there, there wasn't. No? I said, sne- actually, didn't even say sneaky thing. I said, just, I just said sneaky. And then she sent me uh, an uh, an emoji with an angel halo and I just laughed but um, yeah so she very sweetly gifted me with those so uh, yeah it's been it's been really really hard because this would have been our 18th year in business I mean we're still in business technically your business can vote we I just know. had an election oh wait we're not supposed to talk politics either the yeah. two things you said you don't want to talk about coronavirus and politics i've now brought them up i've ruined the show yes you've ruined family dinner because <laughs> it's like you know those are the things you're not supposed to talk about what um, are your religious beliefs no, that's the <laughs> yep that's the third one that's the third one um but no, so it's been really difficult because... What do you think of the demilitarization of... No. <laughs> the, the summer was really tough because, of course, being on Facebook and you see on this day last year and the year before and on and on and on, and there were so many festivals that were, you know, we weren't able to attend. And even into November, I mean, we just two, what is it, a week and a half ago was our la- would have been our last festival of the season bacon fest and you still haven't attended bacon fest with us but yeah and yes people in pennsylvania there is a bacon fest and it is incredible so check it out for next year yes yeah Yeah. check it out for check it out for next year because we Uh, were hoping that everything would be done when that was such a such a pipe dream yeah when this is all over by then but yeah so uh pa bacon fest not sponsored but hey you know uh, if they want to. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, it, it's been it's been tough not painting on other people. And and it's just really sad, you know, like that's well, because you and I'm, I'm I've kind of dealt with this. Not to the same extent. Well, I guess. OK, so it's 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 different because for for me, it would have been like a daily thing versus you. It's like a yearly thing. But like when I used to work at as Zach calls it now I've I've affectionately taken that name the blasted grocery store you know we've called it the unnamed grocery store or just the grocery store but I really like his designation of the blasted grocery store um when I worked there you would have a lot of repeat customers yes and you would see people whether it was every Sunday or you would you may see the same people and then every so often they would have their kids and you see their kids growing up and you have, you have to have that. I mean, people oh, say yeah, that absolutely. about like Facebook now where, you know, you're basically a Facebook aunt or uncle to people that you went to high school with because you're looking going, oh my gosh, is so-and-so getting ready for kindergarten? You've never met the kid, right. but you've seen them literally grow, grow up, up on Facebook yeah. or, or whatever. 
But so, again, working in retail, you see the same thing. And I'm sure because kids would come oh, every year. Oh, yeah. I mean, year. some of the kids that are on our sign have grown up with us to the point where we use them as our models mm-hmm. now. And, and it's really and not big. just the ones that are family. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There, there's a lot of kids. Um, we call them our little fans. But they, they love... You know, they love being face painted and we've gotten to know them and their parents. And and it's it's actually funny because um, just today I was at the local grocery store here in town. Not the blasted, not the blasted grocery store. No, (laughs) but um, the cashier, we've been we had been painting her son. Um, that's the little boy who never wanted to have his face painted. So we always had to, he would pick designs off from our board that were face painted, but he would only let us paint his arms. So he never wanted his face painted. And so we Give would like have an to... Exa- like a snake um, or like a... Uh, he wanted a tiger. And so we had to figure out how to adapt a tiger design to his arm. So gotcha. we painted his arm orange with stripes. And we painted a paw on it and claws on his hand and things like that. Or um, he wanted to be... One time he was a knight. We have a knight's helmet on there. and So we did that. And and then the one one day... He came and he wanted his face painted and we were like, okay. And he wanted to be a full face tiger, like his entire face covered in makeup as a tiger. And we're like, are you sure? And he's like, yes, this is what we, this is what I want. And we're like, okay. And we painted him and he loved it. And then his mom got her face painted. And actually we painted him every day for a week because there was a festival here in town. Well, today I saw his mom. She's a cashier at the grocery store and she told me, I said, I'll, I'll bet he's getting big. She said, yeah, he works here now. He works at the grocery store three days a week. And I'm like, whoa. whoa. Uh, yeah. So it's like weird because uh, we've painted at his birthday parties and things like that. And like um, the kids from downstairs. Um, we live above a restaurant. And so. And we're, we're very, very friend like we're there i mean it's practically a family practically family because it's it's a family the... business and so we you know we do stuff with them and like i've been painting um the 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 kids since the youngest one was just barely old enough to be painted which is two and she's in high school now because she goes to she goes where you went so oh, that's where her sister goes yeah, too, right? yeah yeah so it but it's like you know so strange when you think about the fact that we started our business in 2002 and so it's like whoa where did that all go and this year we haven't gotten to see the kids and and it's been so hard because there are kids like we do the local farmer's market and we see them every week they come and they get their faces painted or they get their glitter we have one family that the little one doesn't want his face painted, but he always wants a glitter tattoo. So he's the only kid that gets a glitter tattoo at the at the farmer's market anymore. But we take the entire kit just so he gets to pick, gets to pick what he wants to have his tattoo to be. Because his sister wants her face painted, but he only wants a tattoo. So it, it's been really tough to not be part of all those lives that we've been part of for you know, pretty much their entire lives. Yeah. And, um, I, I saw, I, I was at a, uh, I was at a craft fair and one of the moms of a couple of the kids that are on our sign, uh, they, she was there and it was so like, it was like, yay, I get to see somebody that I know because I see you and I see the people from downstairs and I, Aunt Diane and a couple of my nieces. And that's, 
pretty much it yep. because we don't go anywhere. We're staying home. We're staying masked. We're well, that's, doing all I mean, the things. Let's see. I, I go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I hang out with my one friend every once in a great while. Um, and that's it. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, I, I, I go with Tommy because he has like doctor's even, appointments even, and things like even that. Even James, like I just was talking with him the other day and we were talking about the fact that like we, you know, it's been quite a bit since we've well, seen even each other Ryan, or whatever. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, we didn't even let Ryan in the house. Yeah. And he, and like two months before that, he was practically living, living here. here. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, but it, it's, you know, we're trying to be so careful because there are so many things like, you know, we said about Aunt Diane. Well, Aunt Diane's sister has um, breathing issues. Yeah. So we try and be very careful and very cautious about what we expose anybody to and, and things like that. But like I've gotten, I've gotten calls and I help out downstairs. Um, I waitress when they have, you know, they have small parties and things and I'm super careful with that. And, but it's hard because like, um, people will say, well, you know, are you, are you doing anything? Are you getting out there? And, and the answer is no, because at this point in time is, first of all, it's very difficult to stay six feet away from someone when you're painting on their face. Right. And even with masks. Oh, don't get me started. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, kids don't understand the mask thing. Oh, yeah, no. And so it's hard. And then, you know, um, it's just, like, what can you do? And and unfortunately, in the, in the litigious world we live in, if you're at a party and a kid gets their face painted and somebody comes up with corona, unfortunately, they're going to say face painting did that because the kids, the kid got face painted and suddenly everybody, no, you were at a party with a whole bunch of people and yes, the kids got face painted, but we are so super cautious in a general sense of, you know, making sure that our, our hygiene is at the top level, what's accepted around the world. And, and and you have been like, we that's, have that's, that's what I'm saying that has always been but you know now we're not even doing it because anybody and I'm sorry to interrupt you but anybody who's listened previously has heard and if not you could always go back into the archives and you could hear where every time you know two three years ago before this was ever even a thought talking about how there's you know you guys hand out cards of like the exact safe way to to remove because it's makeup it's not paint and that's always been a thing of like Mm -hmm. even if it's not you painting on the on the or you know putting the the makeup on the kids like ask what somebody's doing like that's always been a priority yeah it is it's it's very important to us that whatever is being used is as safe as possible. Yeah. And that that has always been since we started our business. That was one of the first things that we did when we started our what business. What is the business's birthday? Okay, you so don't know. well, it's October, but the exact date is shrouded in mystery yeah, it, well because it's <laughs> so long ago and at the time we didn't think to say this is this is okay she has three kids you have one kid 
this is the fifth of the kids. Yeah. And it literally turned 18 and you don't know it's birthday. <laughs> Do we have to go through that story? This is a thing with you. You might not, you not knowing your kids' birthdays. Uh, People could go back and listen to that episode as well. But <laughs> so many when, callbacks. Yes. But we, when we started our business, one of the first things we did was create a code of practice about the things that we will and we won't do. Like one of the things that we won't do is even before any of this, we would never paint anyone who was visibly ill. We would not paint anyone who had skin eruptions. And you wouldn't paint anybody who didn't want to be painted. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's In case actually... anybody didn't hear that, because we're having a, a bit of an audio issue, it was paint anybody who didn't want to be painted. I just want to make sure that yeah. audio-wise that came through. Yeah, because there's a there's actually a picture going around, and it's like, you know, the, the painter says, they don't want to be painted, and the parent's going, sure they do, just... Paint something quick as they're holding the the screaming child by the head and going, here, paint something. No, that does not happen. That is not acceptable. Uh, not by a professional. Not by a professional, yeah. We will not paint anyone who doesn't want to be painted. Uh, whether it's a child or an adult, we've had, you know, here, I'll give you money if you paint so-and-so. No, it, it's not enjoyable for them, and it's certainly not enjoyable for me. Now, if the other per like, if... if me if if we weren't related but like mm -hmm. me and some buddies were there and it's like i'll pay for you to get it but i get to pick what you oh get, yeah we whatever. do that a lot and if, yeah but that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. oh, but like yeah, then that. the person's like yeah fine you know and it's uh, yeah, like paint a dick on their face no <laughs> we've had we won't do that because we won't paint we, that's another thing is that we won't paint anything that we find socially unacceptable <laughs> Or I'm sure artist, you've had that request. That the though. artist is uncomfortable with. Actually, that one, no. Really? But, yeah. Um, but we have, you know, paint him as a princess. We've done that. Um, and and I and I tell the, the the person being painted, it's makeup. It washes off with water. There's a water fountain over there. Just stick your face in there. It'll be gone. And for those, really quick, for those who are like, I can't believe Paul just said that in front of his mom. That's one of the more tame things yeah, I've said. Yeah. I, and people I mean, don't ever believe me with this but like for a few i mean yes obviously there's a few things that like i won't say to you there really and truly are but for the most part i don't talk to you any differently than i talk to pretty much anybody else no that's and that's been the case for quite a while yeah yeah is that weird to you no i don't know if i've ever asked you like no 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 okay um it just tells me that you're comfortable and that's that's fine with me um, but yeah, but it's like, you know, we've had, you know, will you paint this or that or, you know, things like that. And it, it washes off with soap and water, but we won't paint, you know, um, we won't paint, you know, uh, ethnically, uh, insensitive things. Um, you know, it's, it's up to the artist's discretion at, right. at that point. But, you know, but as far as hygiene, we... Um, because we belong to um, a community of painters from around the world, everybody shares what their, basically what their practices are and their hygiene practices. And Which there I is a, there isn't, there isn't an industry standard because there is no governing body over our industry. Well, no, but, but we all hold each other to that. Right. That's what I was going to say standard. was, I think we kind of talked about that last time when we talked about like your beginnings where it was you guys would take you being you and, and Marie would take like, Oh, we, we like what this business is doing. So we're going to adapt, but we need to change this because this is more regional specific for us. Right. Or, you right. know, whatever. And, and 
and I'm not just saying you guys like took that, but like other people would do that. You know, you would share ideas. Oh, and, absolutely. And um, I was actually ethical things, ethical and things. Stuff like I that. mean, even just um, business practices that work. Um, I wrote, uh, I wrote an article for um, one of the websites about how we work um, because we we have a very uh, interesting way that we work with a um, what we call a line manager. And uh, basically what that is, is um, the when people come up to our face painting stand, instead of just coming straight to the artist, they stop and they pay someone else. So we're not handling cash, which is good because then they're touching faces. But it also allows us to just focus on painting and someone else can handle answering questions, helping them pick designs. I've actually done that job. Yes, you have. And so I wrote an article about how we worked that at one of our biggest festivals because we have it to the point where we, one of the festivals that we normally do, of course, obviously this year with it was canceled. Um, I think, again, I think last I think time we talked, we talked about, about this right. specific festival because you're going to give the big number, right? Yeah, we paint between 650 and 750 kids uh, over a four-day festival in a total of, we're there for about 20 hours. And we have it to where when they come up to our, to our tent, um, they come and see our mom, who's our line manager, and they have 16 choices of designs to pick from. They, each one of them is numbered. They pick a number. She gives them a sticker that says, I was painted by an awesome artist because, you know. And that's, so really quickly, that has changed over the years because it used to be where it was a colored ticket, whether it be pink or green or yellow, of like, here's, I'm getting it from this specific thing, which you may still have. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm going with certain things from memory or that they would have like a sticker on their shirt and, and whoever the line manager was for the day, or maybe you pre-wrote them, it would be like, I was painted as, or I'm getting painted as this, and it would be like, tiger, so you knew, boom, tiger face. Right, well, that's basically or, what the numbers are. We know by the number what it is. Yeah. And then, um, and the, the stickers also have our contact information yeah, on course, them. Yeah, of course, yeah. But I'm just saying, um, but you guys have gone through different Yeah, we have gone through iteration. That. Yeah, we actually still do... Um, we still do the tickets with now they have numbers on them because it used to be they would just give us the ticket and tell us what they were going Which to like be. Pink is like this. I've paid this dollar amount yes. and I get and, and there is like 10 faces within this bracket. Right. And then sometimes they would change their mind as they got yes. up to the thing. Right. And so they or they would tell us that they wanted this other thing that wasn't in that price range. So now the the numbers are on there. It also helps us keep track. So we can go back when we're getting ready to redo our um, our design boards. We know this is a popular design. Maybe we need to bump it up in price, or this is an unpopular design. Maybe we need to take that off from the board, or things like that. So um, it, it allows us to to keep a better um, keep a better track of it. But um, like I said, I, I wrote an article and shared that information, and a lot of people liked it because it allowed them to see how to do a bigger festival and keep the line moving without, um, like, we don't have to answer the same questions over and over again because we have a line manager who's there that does that. Um, you know, how does it come off? Um, how long does it? How long does it last? Um, 
like all the questions, do you do birthday parties? The the best part of that is she can give them information. Here's where while to they're find, waiting. While they're waiting. And so like they could be looking it over, going like, you know, oh like by the time the kid gets to your chair, it's like, well, you know, I've been looking here and like I really like what you guys are doing and and maybe I'm gonna book you for little Johnny's party that's coming up in a few right. months. And so or we say, you know, give us a call. It's a, you know, generally we work on the weekends. Give us a call on Monday because the spaces are first come, first serve. And you know, we'll do because and we always say book as soon as you can because the worst part of Aunt Marie's now my job is you know telling people that you know we're sorry but we don't have an availability on that specific date. Yeah. So, you know, um, and there have been a lot of times where we're booked solid. Um, like I said, this year, not so much, but, um, so with that, I mean, I honestly, I didn't think we talked this long about that, but I, I had something when I said to you about sitting down to record, you were like, Oh, do you have something? And I wanted to talk about this kind of how you're, you're dealing with it, which is crappily like the rest of the world. I, I've been, it was funny (laughs) because this week, um, I, we said, I, I go to my aunt's house and, um, this week she has been, she's having a hard time because her children don't live in state and well, one lives in state, but on the opposite side, we live in Pennsylvania. So her daughter lives all the way across the state and her son lives, um, in the DC area. And so, yes, Sons. sons. Yeah. And so she doesn't get it. She's not able to see them because of restrictions and everything else. So she's been feeling a little blue. So she decided that she wanted to decorate her house for Christmas. So that's what I did. I went to her house last week and spent the week there. And we decorated her house for Christmas. And we got her Christmas tree up. And we didn't decorate that. Have you seen this? I've been telling a bunch of people this. And apparently people don't know this is a thing. You know what else is a thing? Patreon.com slash Clockshelves, where you can get bonus and early episodes of Paul and All, bonus and early episodes of MCU and Me, all sorts of other stuff. We put up a poll on Saturdays. Uh, We're doing all sorts of exclusive stuff coming up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Clockshelves, you can get a bonus Patreon-exclusive episode of Paul and All. Uh, I played a clip of that earlier in the episode. You can get that and more early and uninterrupted over on patreon.com slash clockshelves. Have you seen the half trees or like the corner trees? No. Where it's it's a tree, mm-hmm. right? It's like the full, but it's not the full thing because it's just half. And so you could put it up against your wall so that... I don't know how more people don't know. I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't know, because everybody's always like, oh, you don't want to put decorations on the other side of the tree. Or like, oh, half my decorations can't be seen. So it's, again, you could put it in your corner. You could put it right up against your wall or whatever. And and it's just, it's like a, like a, like a paper fan where yeah. it's like completely flat on one side. And then it just kind of puffs out on the other side. That sounds pretty cool. And pe- more people don't know, but ever I keep t- I've been telling everybody about these things. I'm I, I, this is another one of those situations where like give me a sponsorship. I'm sponsoring the heck out of flat Chris half half Christmas trees. Well, it's funny because <laughs> we actually um, I talked Aunt Diane into moving where she had her Christmas tree because she had it in a like in a little alcove, and 
you couldn't really see it. It was behind a chair and whatever. So I talked her into moving it, and now it's in front of a window. And where she lives is um, it's a golf course. Uh, yeah. So, but there's apartments on the opposite side of the green from where she is. So you can see the lights from outside. So it's kind of cool. So but now that, all the neighbors are going to be going, Ugh, no, because a lot up tree. <laughs> well, no, but a lot of people, um, that's, it's a big thing. Like, uh, you know, people are trying to, to cope with the depression and just the sadness of, of being isolated. And so hmm. getting ready for, um, you know, getting ready for, for a holiday, she said it, it just makes her feel better. Yes. You know, having the having her decorations up in the house and, uh-oh, here comes his whatever he wanted to talk to me about. I did a little searching, bringing a little levity after this coronavirus chat. I went searching for weird news headlines. Oh, dear. And there was several, you know, two-headed snake or like a... a uh, somebody, a burglar accidentally left his name and contact information in the home that he burgled, things like that. This one, however, I didn't, I haven't read the article, full disclosure, so it could end up being crap. The headline alone captured me. Okay? I'm... This is from the Huffington Post, which you're not a fan of, or at least you used to not be, because there was no real world equivalent, which now, in 2020... Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, but that used to be a thing yes. because you were very much old media. Yes. But I'm a podcast. This is new media. Yeah. It's from Huffington Post from uh, the 13th of November, so quite recently. Howling monster wolf, in quotations, monster wolf, howling monster wolf robots deployed in Japan to scare away wild bears. <laughs> Let's break that headline down for a moment. <laughs> Tell me that headline doesn't just jump out yeah, at you. Yeah, that's a clickbaity headline <laughs> ever saw one, yeah. Howling monster wolf robots. You've what got me what, right there. What y'all are missing <laughs> is Paul is on a podcast using air quotes around because look monster wolf has like the little i know but you have to at least tell people that i did say that before you didn't say that that moment ago i said there's quotes around it no you didn't i bet Um, we could go to the tape yeah i think you're wrong you want to go to the tape no we can't because not in the middle of a recording let us know in the comments below yeah let us know because i'm 100 percent sure that i did howling monster wolf robots deployed not a word that you would think associated with any of these things in Japan to scare away wild bears. Wait, just for just are there domesticated bears? Just because I want to know. So yeah, theoretically yes. And I was listening to an old podcast because there's a certain show that I'm catching up on that I'm like a decade behind on. If you, you know the one, mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about the whole Siegfried and Roy thing. Now this, this is many years after the Siegfried and Roy thing happened, but it's still something that people talk about. Yeah. T- 
technically speaking, you can domesticate those sorts of things. I'm pretty sure that's what that documentary that I didn't, that neither of us watched, The Tiger King. Pretty sure that was what that was all about, was like that people try to domesticate them. But no matter what, they're still going to be wild. So on a technicality, you could probably domesticate a bear. That was like the whole thing with the circus. But they were still wild if you did something to them the wrong way. Well, not only that, but if you keep them in a cage, they're not domesticated. If you have to keep them in a cage, they're not domesticated. I suppose. Why? People keep their dogs in cages. They they call them kennels, but it's a cage. But but they're not exactly... um, How how is it different? Let's see what domesticated... uh, You're going to look up the word domesticated? Yes. All right, because I want to read this article. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Tokyo... Now, again, the article from Huffington Post is from the 13th, but this says November 11th, Reuters. A Japanese town... Now, I'm going to have an issue pronouncing some of the names, so I apologize for that in advance. Before I even get started, did you find out what domesticated means? The Uh, definition? Okay, so uh, animal domestication falls into three groupings. Hold on. Oh, my my, goodness. Got to put my glasses on. Falls into three groupings. Domestication for companionship, animals farmed for food, and working or draft animals. So, yes. What are the six... The six characteristics of domesticated animals. Go ahead. In the book, in his book, Guns, Germs, Steel, and Diamonds. What a book title. I know, right? Guns, Germs, Steel, with two E's or an E-A? No, Guns, Germs, Steel, two E's. Uh, That's the, the, Guns, Germs, and Steel. The author. I thought it was two, I thought you said something about two diamonds. no. No, Steel Diamond is the guy's name. I thought it was something else. Oh, anyway, he, well, that's not as fun. Though. Argues that to be domesticated, animals must must possess six characteristics. A diverse appetite, rapid matru- maturation, willingness to breed in captivity, docility, strong nerves, and a nature that conforms to social hierarchy. I don't know what that exactly means but uh, yeah it says tiger uh, and I'm, as i'm looking through can t- uh, can a tiger be domesticated tigers are not domesticated cats um yeah so i'm presuming that so you're gonna say that bears can't be either i don't believe so okay so anyway a japanese town once again when the, when it comes to names i'm gonna i'm gonna fumble over them but apologize profusely A Japanese town has deployed robot wolves in an effort to scare away bears that have become an increasingly dangerous nuisance in the countryside. The town of Takikawa, again, sorry, on the northern island of Hokkaido, purchased and installed a pair of the robots after bears were found roaming neighborhoods in September. City officials said there have been no bear encounters since. Bear sightings are at a five-year high, mostly in rural areas in western and northern Japan, national broadcaster NHK has reported. There have been dozens of attacks so far in 2020, two of them fatal, prompting the government to convene an emergency meeting last month to address the threat they pose. Look at this picture of one of these monster wolf robot things. Okay. 
it's like wolf with like demon red eyes on like a stick, like a robotic stick. The so-called monster wolf robot consists of a shaggy body on four legs, a blonde mane, and fierce glowing red eyes. When its motion detectors are activated, it moves its head, flashes lights, and emits 60, that's six zero, 60 different sounds ranging from wolfish howling to machinery noises. Machinery maker Ota Sia... Don't pronounce people's names because... Sure. Has sold about 70 units of the robot since 2018. The real Japanese wolf roamed the central and northern islands of the country before being hunted to extinction more than a century ago. The city officials said that bears become more active and dangerous as they search for food before going into hibernation in late November. A decrease of acorns and nuts in the wild this year may have driven the animals to venture closer to towns in search of sustenance, according to local media. This goes back to that other thing of, like, the fact that, where is it, in in Italy, the fact that there's, like, dolphins swimming in the, what's the, because they don't have roads, they have, like, in the water. Yeah, the canals. Like, the the fact that, like, because... Well, that's because the water got pure. Because people haven't been out and whatever. So, like, certain things aren't going on. So bears are just like, we can go in the towns now. Well, yeah, but they're saying that there's a shortage of food, and that's why they're coming to town. Right, but ev- but that could be... It could be, like, a ripple effect sort of thing. That was really the end of the article. It just okay, gives, so like, where... Okay, so here's the Wait, definition I'm sorry, of domestic I, the, animal. Here's the thing that, that got me, though. The real... Japanese wolf roamed the central and northern islands of the country before being hunted to extinction more than a century ago. So these bears, bears are pretty intelligent. They say bears are really intelligent. So these bears are thinking that these wolves have been dead and suddenly they're back from the, in their minds, these wolves are back from the dead like okay, so they're not only monster wolves, but they're zombie. They're zombie wolves. monster wolves. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Zombie monster robot wolves. wolves. Yeah. That's the title of the episode. There you zombie go. monster robot wolves. Okay, so here is what domestic animal from dictionary.com: an animal as the horse or cat that has been tamed and kept by humans as a work animal, food source, or pet especially a member of those species that have, through selective breeding, become notably different from their wild ancestors. So I would think that bears don't fall into that category. But if the bears were staying, they used to be feral, then they, because they don't, they don't, I mean, yeah, like campsites and stuff, but you don't necessarily just see a bear. We live near mountains. Oh, yeah, you see bears all the time. There was up just... there. They don't come down here onto Main Street, though. Sure they do. There was one in Grandma's backyard up there. There have been, there have been bears down here by the dike. Levy. Say Levy. By the waterway out there. <laughs> but again, that's like wooded area back there. But still, they... But I'm saying they, they don't come like to, to here in like the gas station parking lot. Sure they do. I'm telling you, there have been bears as close as as Gerard Street, which is across the way there. You're giving away too many details now. <laughs> too many details. Anyway. That's actually not Gerard Street, so you know. No, I know. 
Gerard Street is where the the Fuller House family lives in the in the fictional world. Oh, That's really? Their street. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know what their address was. Um, I think it's is it twenty one twenty one. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's maybe it's. No, that's the guy from. Anyway, uh, I almost <laughs> said Gerard Way, which I think is the guy from My Chemical Romance. I think that's I, his I name. I'm, no now idea. I gotta look because I'm pretty sure that's his. I have no idea. Okay, so what have you been doing to keep yourself busy during quarantine? I've been. Listening... I was right, by the way, Gerard Way. Okay, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. Not sponsored by Audible, but that would be kind of cool. Um, but I've been. Oh, excuse me. I've been listening to, uh, pardon me, that was my chicken from dinner. Um, listening to a lot of uh, Audible. I listen to podcasts. I watch a lot of TV. I've been trying to create my own content. And I I go to work. I work in retail. We don't shut, I mean, we did technically, but even if there is an alleged shut, like second shutdown, word is we're still going to be going into work. Mm. So I... Except for those first, the, the what was it, like two, three months, I haven't really had much non-interaction with people. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been, um... I try, I, I mean, trust yeah, me, I, know. I try to not interact with people yeah. as often as I can. But I've been, but... I've been listening to audiobooks, I've been sewing, I've been making masks, um... I take a picture every day. Yeah. I've um, been painting every day forever. What's the number now? You, you uh, update us every see. so often. I have been painting for, as of, oh, come on, where is it? There it is. I've been painting, today will be 1,428 days. Okay, so one th- what is it? 1,428. 1,400, so, so, yeah, give or t- we'll add a few days on for when this actually comes out, but yeah. Yeah. So in December, it will be four years, I believe. That can't be right. Maybe it's five Oh, years. no, you're right. No, actually, it could be because come, because I, I keep thinking, no, you haven't been doing it as long as I've been podcasting, have you? Uh, or longer, maybe. Possibly. Let's see. Because I've been, this is my fourth full year because 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020, podcasting. I started in... Sorry. Uh, it's okay. Um, okay, I started in... Uh, I've been... It's three years and 332 days. So, yeah, it'll be four years in December. Okay. Um, let's see. By the time I finish the year... Oh, yeah, because I started the year that um, Alyssa was born. By the time I finish the, like, on the 31st mm-hmm. of December of this year, I will have been doing something creative every day for 2,557 days. How many years is that? Seven years. Cool. 2014. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yep. So, yep, we're pretty awesome. Um, I can't think of a better way to kind of end this, though, can you? Than just saying that we're pretty pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, no, I think we're good. I I, I don't think we're going to top zombie monster Monster robot wolves. (laughs) Okay, so where can people find you on social media? (laughs) That's my line. 
Uh, no, seriously, where can people get in touch with you? Um, I am just playing crazy face art on Facebook. Um, you know, you can you can find. I think there. with this upcoming year, you should start your Instagram account. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying upload the backlog, but you could do like I do, where each whatever your paint for that day is, and you upload it. So you, I mean, you take, you do it, you take a picture of it anyway. Why not? I know just because I don't it? like all of them. So I, you know, some of them are just um, things that I've, you know, painted. Well, yeah, but I now mean, I have to. It's my. I know it's, it's my an accountability. It's, thing. it's my motivation to do better. Yep. But see, in the difference is that in our um, face painting there's no group, judgment there's no judgment. I think you could. I think depending on the type of account you have, maybe maybe it's one of those like you have to reach a certain level or whatever, um, but. There is the option to like turn comments and stuff off. Yeah, that's somehow, some way on Instagram. Well, I'm gonna. St- um, I, and realistically, I, I, I'm sorry to say, but realistically, it, you know, unless your account blows up, like, I mean, you might get likes, but you may not get comments that often. You well, know what I mean? yeah, positive or negative. Well, I'm yeah, trying but, to be rude, but well, but see, with being in the the um, community that I'm in, once you're. Once they find Once out, they that, find you're out there, that you're there, yeah. then you will get not necessarily bad comments because most of the people there are nice, but sometimes they're not. Right. And if somebody comments on it and then, you know, negative things can be said and whatever. But I'm going to start because I have to be more socially aware now that I'm going to be the face of. We haven't talked about it. I didn't want to bring it up. You want to talk about it? Um, I don't know. How much time do we have? I, d- d- time is... Time is a, a, phys- a. How about we talk about it? My next visit on on. Right, well, there you go. There's your tease, folks. Um, in the meantime, there, is, there has been some big news in the just plain crazy world. So, uh, but yeah, you can find you can find uh, just plain crazy on Facebook, and um, you know, I'm just Ruth Casey on Facebook. So if you want to stalk me, my Facebook page is open, um, and. Now, Paul. Twitter and Instagram at JPGRB. Secondary Instagram, as I mentioned once or twice. I take a picture and post it every day. It's at JPCS.PICS. That's JPC's picks. Um, For all things Clock Shelves, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, it's at Clock Shelves. For the back catalog of this show and the other shows, it's clockshelves.com. That's C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S dot C-O-M. And I have that to my very own rhythm, and you always get this weird smile on your face. I don't know why other people have not. I've had people, I've had one person in particular tell me they don't like the way that I do that. But that person's not in my life anymore, so it doesn't matter. It still sticks with me, unfortunately. But, yeah, yeah no, I, I just, it's the, whatever the rhythm, uh, at my new job, well, it's not new, but at my job, um, we have, like, our, like, ID number, you know, like, our clock-in ID yeah. number yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, and so, at the end of the night, some nights, there's one person who will, like, sit and clock all of us out, and I'm the only person who says my number differently, because it's an even number, and so everybody does two digits, two digits, two digits, whatever. I do three, two, three. And she doesn't, she always, I, I, she goes, yours is the only one I can never memorize because you say it differently than everybody else. And I've tried to say it 
the same way everybody else does, but it throws off my rhythm of how I have memorized it. But I've done it once or twice and I'm like, I do that just for you, you know? And she's just like, thank you. Like, which is like a smart, like sarcastic, you know, yep. comments back and forth at each other. But yes, that's um, jpgrb, jpcs.pics, clock shelves. Uh, and yeah, you can find me there. Um, this was fun, especially considering like yeah. two hours ago I said, you're like, I don't think I have anything to talk about. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We talked about zombie monster robot wolves yes. and, you know, and yeah. coronavirus and all that other stuff. But um, we hope the squeak didn't bother you too much. And your uh, stomach rumblings. I know. <laughs> it's embarrassing. So that's why I called it out. I'm sure. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, you, you know, people, there are things that happen and at least I didn't, you know, what? gas gas or something. Well, we don't know that. Well, I would have, you know. No, you wouldn't I have. I would have said, I'm sorry. And you would have said, for what? And then I would have said, well, you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> Zombie monster robot wolves. Your mother passing gas. Big changes are coming. Tune in next time on Paul and All. Thanks for listening. Take care. Hey, everybody. Just as a quick aside, we went back and listened to that uh, bit. And um, true or false, I did say yeah, in quotations. Yeah, yeah, He said in quotations. Yeah. I was wrong. And and truly, I say that a lot because it I never, makes me. I never hate to hear it, though. I know. You always make me say it. I never I'm hate yes, to hear yes, it. Yes, yes, <sighs> yes.